live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, and just plain right. News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM. Phil Williams here hosting Right Side Radio, and we are glad you are with us. It is going to be a great week. We got a great day ahead of us. Copper is running the board. Good day to you, Miss Copper. Good day. Nice to be back. It's good to be back. Yeah, I want to thank my friend Scott Stantis, uh, who was here for us on uh, uh, Friday and stood in a bit while I had to uh, go help a client with some legal matters that were long pending and waiting for me to to get to them. So we got it done. Um, Listen, there's a lot happening in the news. This is what we may call a target-rich environment, A, a term in the military that means just Point the weapon and fire because you're bound to hit something. That's that's where we are right now. It's just, it's like every day, every minute. I can go to the news, hit refresh, and just see what else has happened. And, uh, you know, I, I will say this. I, I, I get frustrated. I'm a conservative. We're living in an era right now where, you know, liberals are dominating uh, our life in many ways, trying to at least, stepping on liberties. Uh, but, but the reality is this show is going to be here for you. We like to say we are solid, conservative, just plain right. And we are. And I will say this too. We are also of the mind that if we can do anything to empower, entertain, educate, enlighten you in the process so that you have a better means of fighting the fight, we'll do it because we got to have more people out there that are right side ruffians, people that are willing to, you know, get in the mix and say, what we keep saying, not on my watch. I'm going to spend a lot of time kind of unpacking that this week. I, I, I got some stuff laid on, but we got some great guests coming up this week. Later on today, even, I've got Justin Bogey from the Alabama Policy Institute going to be talking about some, some state freaky finances. Uh, later on, I've got a call coming from State Senator Sam Gavan, uh, who had one of the highest scores uh, on uh, APIs, the Alabama Policy Institute's uh, legislative scorecard. Uh, he should be proud of that, and we're glad of it, too. And, Copper, you can go ahead and get the applause sound ready for Senator Gavan when he comes on later this afternoon because we got to play it when he comes on. All right. Um, the, the other thing is later this week we got – I'm going to do segments on the Second Amendment. I'm going to do segments on what's happening with COVID. I've got the Attorney General scheduled to come on and speak to us for a bit. I've got some great uh, state senators and representatives that are lined up. It is going to be a full week, and I am proud to be with you. Hey, listen, as I was thinking about today's show, I, I, was, I was looking at s- sort of the discussion of what I call freaky finances. And, and I remember, how, how many of y'all remember the, the old show Roseanne? All right. Copper, do you remember Roseanne? Uh, no. Oh, <laughs> see, how many times a week do we do that where I ask you about something and you make me feel old because you don't remember it? <laughs> but then if I asked you about some uh, young whippersnapper pop star on YouTube, you'd probably have no clue what I'm talking about either. I, that, that may happen. Yes. It's, yes. Like like some boy band or something. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I've never heard of it. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, the, the, the TV sitcom Roseanne. Now I'm not talking about the latest round because there's like there's like Roseanne two right now, but the the most recent one is the one where cancel culture decided that Roseanne was like no longer acceptable and they caused her character to be killed off. You know, I'm not talking about the I'm talking about the old show, the first run. Now I didn't watch it all the time, 
but I remember certain aspects of it. It was billed as the sort of like the anti-Cosby show. It was the everyman show. It was a family with all the warts and blemishes of real life, supposedly. A family that didn't always do everything right, but they got by, you know. Roseanne, her husband, Dan, and, and, and just all these kids and family members that were just kind of like semi-functional, dysfunctional. There was one conversation, though, even though I didn't watch it much, I never forget this conversation. Roseanne comes in the kitchen. Dan's sitting at the table trying to pay the bills. And she goes, I ain't cooking tonight. Let's get pizza. He says, we can't get pizza. I'm sitting here paying the bills. There's no money for pizza. She says, sure there is. Get creative. He says, what's that even mean? She goes, here, let me show you. You put the water bill payment in the power bill envelope. You put the power bill payment in the water bill envelope and mail them out. Then you quote unquote forget to sign the car payment check, which means they can't cash it. And when they all call you, you just play dumb and ask forgiveness. In the meantime, voila, pizza money. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what our state budget processes look like sometimes. Full disclaimer now, I am not advocating paying or not paying your bills like Roseanne. Not. But let me say this. You cannot run a business or your household that way. But we have some freaky finances in the state of Alabama, right here where you live. By the way, your tax dollars. When you hear about state budgeting, reframe it in your mind and go, hmm, what are they doing with my money? Well, so before I get into the freaky part, there are some things you should be proud of, and I will say that right up front. Number one, Alabama is one of the states that has a balanced budget requirement. In other words, we have to balance the budget every year. No deficit spending. That's good. We also have now, we put it in place while I was in the state Senate, a rolling reserve for the ETF, the Education Trust Fund budget. That means we keep a reserve fund. We also have a new reserve fund for the general fund budget. We have also had no proration, which means nobody's cut the budgets in mid-year in probably a decade. But wait a minute. You may be asking, Phil, you just said ETF and general fund. What's that? That's the point. Great question. See, we have two budgets. Did you know that? Most of the world doesn't know that. Did you know that Alabama is one of only three states in the nation that has two budgets? Since 1927... We have had the ETF, which stands for the Education Trust Fund, and the GF, which stands for the General Fund. You can imagine them. The ETF, the e Education Trust Fund, is everything in the world it takes to fund education. The General Fund is everything else in the world it takes to run Alabama. And that's a lot. And, and, and with those two budgets, we have to have two budget processes. But get this. The money is earmarked. It's not like a certain amount of money comes in and we just divide it up to where it's really needed that year and fill the holes and then spend money as we see fit. It's called appropriations. No, we don't truly appropriate like that in Alabama. Why, pray tell? Because we don't. Because it's split. And we are the most earmarked state in the nation. 96%, some estimates say, of all state funds are earmarked prior to ever being allocated or appropriated. Who does that? So what's wrong with that? Let's look at it this way. Let me say this. What if you and your spouse had good jobs? Uh, one of you made 65000 a year, and the other made 35000 a year. And together, you've got a six-figure income. That's great. But then what if the rules were that no matter what amount was being made jointly, that only the income of the highest-paid spouse, 
no matter what it was, could be used to pay the mortgage payment on your house, and it couldn't be used for anything else. But then, wait a minute. What about all the other bills, the groceries, the utilities, the insurance, the car payments? Those can only be paid for out of the small income. But what if there's not enough money in the small income? Why can't I just shift it over? Exactly. In truth, you would shift it over. You would never leave your power bill unpaid if you had enough money. Why would any household rob itself of the ability to be insolvent or to be solvent? If you have the money, you pay your bills, but not in Alabama government. Our funds are restricted. The source of the funds is earmarked. There is no flexibility to shift funds to cover costs from the ETF to the general fund, which means that in tough years, all the things that you and I have a right to expect from the state, like courts and law enforcement and mental health and prisons or Medicaid, all of it, those things can languish while the education budget could be flush with cash. Doesn't matter. Can't do it. Can't shift the money. Who runs their house like that? Nobody. Now, here's a danger with combining the budgets, and I do admit it. Medicaid and prisons, both those two things right there, just those two, take up 54% of the general fund by themselves, and they are getting bigger every year, it seems like. In 2017, Huntsville State Senator Paul Sanford and I were the only two who really pushed for and advocated for a new plan. We called it the 78-22 split. Simply put, all it would mean is that we wouldn't outright combine the budgets, but we would ensure that both budgets had a full opportunity to access funds in a fair and reasonable way. The Legislative Fiscal Office analyzed it, decided that the reasonable split was 78% to education, 22% to all else. We take all funds that come to the state, drop it in one bucket, 22% goes one way, 78% the other. But what it did was it meant, technically, more money flowing in the directions needed. Just an idea. We don't have to do that. We could. But we do have to have some creativity. We can't keep doing our budget process the same old way, especially when doing so actually hurts us in the end. It's got some freaky finances. Roseanne's got nothing on Alabama government. And that's a wrap for the right side way. Well. Wow. My buddy Justin Bogey from the Alabama Policy Institute, he's a fiscal hawk, he's a fiscal analyst. He's going to come on here in a few minutes and help us break that down a little further talk about some options, some, some whys and wherefores. We, we, got, we got plenty coming. Lots to do. More to come. We'll be right back. News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, Right Side Radio, a solid conservative and just plain right. We'll be right back. <laughs> 